Changing minds one thought at a time. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Changing Minds Online Thursday Night Empowering Women Series. If you were called you were called in at 9 o'clock on normal time, we want to apologize for any inconvenience. We had technical issues tonight, and as a result, we are starting at 9.30. So we are excited. It is going to be an amazing show, isn't it, Akina? Oh, yes, yes. I'm looking forward to learning a lot of different things tonight. So are you ready to tell them about our guest tonight? I am. So anyone who's been following our show from the very beginning knows that running is a big, big part of my life. You know, Akina and I have taken you, taken you guys with us on our journey. And if you're calling in for the first time, welcome. And uh, you'll know by the end of the show tonight, running is a big part of my life. But, you know, on the when I first started this call and Akina and I started this call, I was told everyone about my dream to run a marathon, and I took you guys with me and what it was like to run my first marathon and second marathon, and it was actually on this radio station that I made my public declaration that I was going to run 30 marathons by my 30th birthday, and that was, you know, at the age of 28, um, it was actually January of 2014, it was actually January of 2015, excuse me, this earlier this year that I made that declaration. And since then, I have run eight marathons. And one of the benefits, one of my favorite things about running is actually the amazing people that you meet on your way. You know, runners just, there's something about runners that I just absolutely love. The determination and spirit, the, you know, desire to just test your body to see what's the absolute most that you can do and what's the best you can become, the absolute refusal to accept just status quo, accept, you know, mediocrity is just not acceptable to marathon runners. And someone who I have looked up to, you know, my entire life, uh, excuse me, my entire marathon career is going to be on the call tonight. Um, This person, I met her um, running, and it was my, I want to say my sixth marathon, and I met this person running, and I instantly was inspired by her story, by her courage, by her tenacity, this person decided that she was going to run 50 marathons in 50 states by her 50th birthday. And in just four short years, she's almost there. She's almost ready to, to meet that quest. And it is really with a privilege and honor. I bring my friend, um, one of my running mentors, and just someone I really look up to on the call tonight, Karen Murray. It's just an honor to have you on the call. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show, Jess and Elena. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Karen, uh, you know, I'm just amazed by you. And, you know, it was actually you who, one of the people who really just inspired me to just test my body, push my body to, to its limits. I know it was because of you I ran my first double marathon. I ran my first ultra marathon. And I just wanted to ask you a little bit to take us with you on your journey, you know, how you got into running and, and what it was about for you and and what changed in your life and, and how you made this decision to do 50 marathons and 50 states by 50. I mean, absolutely incredible. Can you just please take us to a little bit about, you know, what your journey has been? Well, um, let's see. Runners really run for all different reasons, and sometimes those reasons can vary from time to time. So, like, when I first started to run, I really was running just for weight loss, Um and I found that running was the fastest way to take off my weight. Um, and then I, the 
decided um, to join the New Row Runners, and they have been an amazing group of runners, and they have inspired me. Um, so I started running. I ran my first half marathon in May 2012. Um, I did a Ragnar relay with them, and I was training at that point for my first half Ironman, um, and some of the New Row Runners had said, and I wasn't even thinking about um, a marathon at all at that point. And they're like, we're going to Wineglass. Come with us to Wineglass. Run, run a 20-miler and then come with us. So I'm like, that was my first um, marathon. And I just I, I just couldn't believe how great it was to just throw on a pair of sneakers and run. So I, um, after doing my first marathon, I said, I need to do another one. i got to beat my time. So I did another one, and um, it just started growing from there. And it wasn't until um, I was a running bridesmaid for my girlfriend, Julia, who is a huge inspiration in my running um, time. And she um, she got married in Maui, so I went to Hawaii. And um, she was a marathon maniac, and that's where I first started learning about the whole world of marathon maniac and then the 50-state club. Um, and, you know, 50 marathons in 50 states is not really unheard of because there is the 50-state club, so there are a lot of people who are on the quest. Um, but what's profound, I guess, what I have done and what people have been amazed with is that I have gone from a novice runner to, you know, my quest of running 50 by 50, and I will hit that in June of 2016. It will be less than four years since my first marathon. Um, and I'm excited to get there, and I know I'm going to get there because I, 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 my, just thinking positive and looking ahead, um, and and running has been just an amazing um, quest, just to help with just even self-limiting beliefs and what I could do or could not do, what was possible or impossible. So having run goals has just given me a lot of forward um, goals, and it's just allowed me to learn so much you know along this journey whether it was organizing and planning for these marathons having no fear of traveling and getting around to places it's been a great journey of meeting great people along the way um i've really learned how to use positive affirmations to push anyway negative chatter you know while running um and I've just been inspired by so many people, um, whether it's in the Marathon Maniacs, the 50 State Club, the Mainly Marathons, which is an amazing um, organized uh, group of um, runs, which has enabled me to run, you know, five five marathons and five and five days in five states, and even seven marathons. They have a seven day series, um, and I was really inspired also um, for. I, most of my, a lot of my runs, I have raised money for charity, and that's I, I love giving back, um, whether it's through charity or you know to other runners. Um, and so, when I did my five-day challenge, I raised money for Run for Brad. Um, Brad um, is um, actually hopefully going to be running soon, but he did have um, a stroke, and so a lot of them, um, his wife, Jessica, has been a huge intrepid in organizing fundraising for the Burke Rehab Center in White Plains. They have a robotics clinic now um, due to the fundraising that we have done, uh, and now it's actually going to be rebranded um, to train the brain, and it's 
going to be really exciting. Um, we're going to the first time the Train the Brain is going to be um, represented is going to be in the New York City Marathon, which I will hopefully be running then as well. Um, and the Train the Brain's mission is threefold: it's promoting brain health through exercise, funding research and treatment for brain repair, raising awareness about brain re you know brain injury, stroke, and AVM. Um, so like I said, Train the Brain was inspired by Brad, who was a marathoner and a father of two who survived a massive hemorrhage stroke caused by a ruptured AVM at the age of 37. And his recovery has truly inspired not just me, but thousands of people to exercise more, fundraise, and make brain injury, stroke, and AVM part of the national dialogue. Um, so and it helps a lot of people who are living with disabilities as well. The robotics clinic has done an amazing job. So not only am I on this quest, but it's it's of running you know you know marathons, but giving back has been a, a, a real gift. Uh, and I yeah, you know, Karen, but I, I, I love about you know talking about really just pushing yourself to the limits and really it being about giving back. And you know, one of the things for me I experience as a runner is it becomes about more than just yourself. And whether or not it's giving back in the form of raising money or it's giving back and being that leader and that inspiration for someone to run, you know, for me, I can certainly relate to that. And for me, you know, having been diagnosed at birth with a set of neurological issues and knowing that, that running was probably the most unlikely thing I, I should be able to do, just really standing up for me, it was standing up for everyone who has ever been told there's something they can't do and just saying, hey, you know what, I, I know that you can. And, you know, like you, I kind of caught that running bug. And it's funny because I'm a novice runner myself. You know, I ran my first marathon less than 10 months ago. And, you know, I will be running my ninth marathon next week. And it actually will be an ultra marathon. It will be my third ultra marathon. And like you, you know, for me, it was really about releasing the limiting beliefs that I have around myself. You know, for everyone, whether or not you're a runner or whether or not there's anything, whatever it is you want to do, whether or not you want to take your business to the next level, whether or not you want to create more income, whether or not it's in relationships, we all have limiting beliefs and self-doubts in some way that are really just preventing us from being the best, absolute best versions of ourselves. And Karen, like you, what I found is that when I pushed my body to its complete and physical limitation and just saying, what is the absolute most I can do? Well, that's really for me that where that sense of freedom comes in, where you find this extraordinary sense of power and place to create from that you've never had before. And certainly for me, I found that in running, but it translated into all aspects of my life. And just running has helped me improve my friendships, improve my relationships, just increase my income. And like you talk about, that level of planning and organization, you know, for me, I'm running 30 marathons in, in before I'm 30. You know, for me, that was 30 marathons in 16 months. And the, like, like you said, it's that level of planning, that level of organization, that level of determination that it really requires in order to make that happen. And I just love, you know, how you're talking about that. And I wanted to spend a little bit more time talking about really the mindset that's required to take something on and really like how you go from, and I know, and I can talk about this too, how you go from that one marathon to, well, I wonder if I can do a marathon to, okay, I need to do it again. And maybe it's, I need to beat my time until it's, you know, this sense of, well, I just want to see how far I can go. And, and like you, uh, excuse me, like me, I know 
you haven't stopped at marathons that you're also an ultra marathon runner. And I, I believe 50 mile races is, is what you tell me you've done so far. You know, what type of mindset, what goes on in your, goes through your mind, you know, what was going through your mind and what continues to really, are, are you thinking about when you're planning this and when you're really deciding that you want to just see what's the absolute limit to what you can do? Well, that's interesting because I haven't quite planned my 100-miler yet or my 135, even though there are people in the New World Runners who are waiting to stand by and said that they're, they're going to be supporting me doing Absolutely. either Badwater or Karen, the 135 divide. we are definitely going to be crewing each other. I actually, I know <laughs> we are going to be crewing each other for sure in our first 100-mile races, and I want to just make that commitment on air in front of everyone who's listening in that when you run your first 100 miles, I will be crewing you. And you will be crewing me. My only um, caveat to that, our only way out of that, is if we wind up running that 100-mile race together. <laughs> and I would love to uh, – you'll probably beat me to the finish line, so I'd love a hug from you when I get to the finish line, either because you ran there faster than me or you crewed me along the way. But, um, <laughs> I mean, amazing. So, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely, thought. girl. I <laughs> hand down to you. I mean, I bow to you because – like we all establish, I'm doing 30 by 30, you're doing 50 by 50, and you are faster than me hands down, so I bow down to you on that. But, um, you know, that, that again, on that mindset, you know, as we're both sitting here and saying we're going to do 100-mile races, and absolutely it's in the future for both of us, and my guess is in the very near future for both of us. You know, people listen and, and people hear that, and they think we're just nuts. People, I mean, how many times a day, right, do, do you hear, like, well, that's just not possible, and I, I have my answers as to what I do mentally to prepare. But, you know, what about you? What do you do mentally to prepare yourself for that level of, of really exercise or that level of commitment? Well, I do tell people running a half marathon or above is really um, – is, is it's running becomes definitely a mental um, – yeah, something that you definitely have to use positive affirmations to push away any negative chatter that's going on. Um, so I use phrases like, you know, plant roses, you know, don't 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 pay attention to the weeds. <laughs> um, you know, what your mind believes, your body achieves. Like I, I use a lot of um I, I use I've been I've been working with uh the New World Runners and uh, and people in the morning who are either training for New York City or Chicago and one of the things that I talk about is um positive affirmations and so we talk about, you know, just keeping a positive head at all times, saying to yourself that I am strong and even if you have um an injury that's coming on you can say, you know, I've I have I have strong knees, I have a strong and healthy back. I could just think positive so that, you know, you if you stay positive usually there's positive outcomes. Um, you never really want to think negative or even use a negative affirmation at all. Like you, can, you don't want to say, "Oh, I, I wish that headache's not going to come on." You're going to say, "I have a strong, he-, you know, I have a strong head." There's nothing like you don't think about any of the negative at all, especially when running. Um, and just by identifying needs and goals, it just gives you strength. I mean, although life is a fast-evolving process, um, I have this goal that I have, and and you stick with it. It's a passion. It's and I use running as a metaphor for many aspects of my life. I equate my own drive for my running quest and how I want to show up in life. It's how I want to turn out to be successful. Or we all need challenges to keep growing and improving. And I like pushing myself into new boundaries and helping others to see their own potential and give them confidence as well. Um, 
So my principle in life is always to stay positive. I know how blessed that, you know, I am and to use, you know, even your book that you have put out and I, I you know, and, and talk about how grateful you are and the 10 things that you are. I mean, it works if you, you know, if you're grateful, you know, I'm so grateful for the people and the fun experiences I've had while achieving my goals. Um, I love meeting these people, you know, every, especially runners. I feel, you feel the optimism and the enthusiasm of all your fellow runners and, and seeing new sights along this journey that I've been on. It, it's just, it, it's been such a great journey. Yeah. I mean, it, it's phenomenal. I love how you talk about like this really staying positive and just never, ever really taking in those, those negative emotions. And certainly right when you're running, all sorts of things go through your mind and there's like the beginning of like, this is fun. This is going to be great. And then you know, especially when you're going more than 20 miles or more than 26 miles that I know we both have, you know, I, I believe I've done 40. I believe you've done 50, right, Karen? Um, I'm uh, now up to 59 marathons um, and no, 43 50, 50 states miles complete. Though, right? You've, Oh, well, oh, oh I'm amazing. sorry. That I thought that's okay. Yes, I have done two 50 milers. Um, the first 50 miler was with um, a group of five people in my neuro run group, and that was an amazing journey. Um, that was in New Paltz. Actually, when we were running in New Paltz that day, if you looked across the way, um, and the mountain range that was across, that was the um, that was where we ran. That was where we did. When yeah, you see the high peak that was on the top, that, that that's Castle. Yeah, that's Castle Ridge on the top. And we actually ran. Up, we were. That was part of our run. Part of the fifty miles was running all the way up there. And all the way yeah, back. I love it. You know, it's just it's just when you're doing something like that, and I can imagine. And I haven't done a really ultra. I've done all my ultras have been flat up up until now. But you know, when you're doing a run, and it, it may not matter. I mean, it could be at mile one or mile two or mile four or five. Or and certainly, I mean, I know we both started off that way. Where there's this is the self talk that goes through your mind saying, "I'm just not going to be able to make it. It hurts too much. It's too far. It's too hot. It's too cold." Right? We've been there. I, I, running, you know, running with the devil this year, 94 degrees, and just running up, it was, I think, a 22-foot elevation change per um, three-mile loop. I mean, just absolute insanity. And just in 94-degree weather, right, it's too hot. It just hurts too much. You have the blisters and, you know, running. I ran an ultra marathon a few weeks ago where my shoes started to melt and I had blisters on my feet from... Uh, and you go, you get this self-talk of like, I can't do it, I can't do it, and that's really where you said those positive information affirmations. It, it's a, it's a necessary, and you, you're going to have those thoughts that come through your mind, but you know, it's about feeling them and, and letting them pass through you without ever embracing them. And like you said, Karen, and, and yeah, and, and thank you by the way for supporting. I mean, you've been one of the biggest supporters when we start book out, and because I think you bought what like ten of them and just passed them out. And thank you so much. But really those affirmations, those gratitudes, it's what you do daily. I mean, as much as it is preparing physically for a marathon, and yes, you know, when we were conditioned to now just run, but right initially we prepared physically to run for the marathon. And we continue, right, to prepare ourselves the right nutrition, the right, you know, cross-training, and there's a lot that goes into it. But to me, the most important part is really the mindset. And if you speak to any, like, elite runners, any ultra-marathon runners, anyone who's really just doing these things, you know that 
meditation, affirmations, gratitude, these are all a part of our lives daily because those thoughts, I'm not going to be able to do this, are going to come when you're running. I mean, and you need to have the mental fortitude to look past them. And it's really about, you know, when those subconscious thoughts come in, it's too hard, it's too challenging, that you programmed yourself to, I am love, I am bliss, I am peace. And, you know, Karen, even in the last marathon, too, what it was last weekend, actually, that we did, to, we did together. And, you know, you and if you you are my testament, you were there when I was having a really really rough race in the beginning of the course, and I just I um, was not recovered from the forty mile race I did the week before, and I thought I was, and my body was falling apart. It was actually I went onto my phone and I put on um, affirmations for a powerful life from Susan Fly, and I started to listen that that it was an affirmation and I put it on repeat and I started listening to it and those affirmations began to sink in and it became bigger and stronger than my limiting beliefs or that idea that I couldn't do it because it hurt too much I was in too much pain too much hot too hot so you're going to get to that point and I love how you talk about Ken it's really about what you're programming yourself beforehand to do you know it's funny and someone had mentioned to me uh, even just the other day something you know what do you do, you know, if, if, if you're running a marathon and it's raining? And I just started laughing and saying, well, we get wet. <laughs> and it's really I'll true. Talk about, you want to talk about raining. I mean, we were, I was in a storm, but, you know, in New, in New Hampshire uh, just a couple of weeks ago when I was doing the New England series. This storm came through so many times, and it was just, you just, you just keep going. <laughs> You just keep doing it. And it's funny because it's like, and everyone says, well, what if, what if, what if, what if? Well, and I love to say, this storm keeps coming. Well, in life, storm keeps coming. And the same way that you stay on a marathon course where you don't get off because you're getting wet, you don't get off because it's getting hard, you don't get it off the course because it's getting tough. I mean, and sure, right, there's times where you can't finish a race. And thankfully, I know that thing hasn't happened to me yet and I'm hoping to keep it that way but even great runners sometimes do need to leave a course and just kind of putting that out there but in the same sense right in life challenges come up and it's really like are you going to stop right are you going to not go to reach your goals because it's getting hard of course not and that's where I talk about and I know you talk about too that analogy between life and running I mean it's going to get hard storms are going to come and you know, my very first ultra marathon, I signed up for running with the devil. It was like 90 degrees out, and there was like these massive thunderstorms. I had no idea what I had in store for me. And, you know, Karen, when they showed us what the course was, I actually thought it was a joke. They had us running up and down the Black Diamond ski um, course, the ski, whatever trails, and there was like no path. So you're like up to your waist in um, grass and there was like snakes and big bugs. There was like this big bug. It was like six inches. Of, I, I never ran so fast in my entire life away from this bug. But I mean, I had no idea what I had in store when I signed up for this race. And like, and I and I did finish. And it's just amazing because really that's what life is. You really don't know what you have in store for you. But it's really about keeping your mind on the prize and just knowing what you want and just going at it with this attitude of like doing whatever it takes to really get there and knowing that when you have a destination in mind on the course or off the course that you do get there. Absolutely. And you also brought to mind the, um, that when we did when we were in Newport, that was um, my daughter's um, first half marathon that they did that day. I'm really proud of them. Yeah, absolutely. It was amazing, right? Both of, both of your daughters were there. Um, and, and, you know, it was just great to see them. And it's always great to see people really just taking on new challenges. You know, we're 
actually almost towards the end of our call, but if you could share with us for a moment, because I've shared it on the call on various times, and every time I've gone, usually it's on a Sunday, and usually we have our call on Sunday nights, so I usually talk about it. You know, what was probably the time on the course where you faced your most, the running course, if you had your most difficult moment, your most difficult challenge to overcome on the course, and how did you get through it? Um, that's interesting. Uh, let's see. I never really thought about that, but I guess I, I would say maybe my most difficult was on that 50 miler in New Paltz, um, at mile 28. And at that point it was, you know, more than a marathon. And I remember, um, the people I was running with, they were saying, well, you know, you can turn back, you can stop. And I was like, I, there was no way I was stopping. I knew in my head there was no way I was going to finish this no matter what. And it's unbelievable how from miles 28 to 38, for 10 miles, I really struggled. Um, I, I, but I, I kept pushing myself. I kept turning things positive. Um, you know, there was some self-doubt that I had at that point. But I could not believe that at mile 38, when I, came, when I got to, um, what are they called, aid station, and my four other friends were there, and when... I saw them. They had already, at that point, been able to eat and drink, and they were waiting for me there. I couldn't believe they were still waiting for me. But once I got in, I was like, let's go. We're ready. I didn't even stop to eat, drink, or anything. And I just, I, you just, you never know what's going to happen on a run. And I, that's why, you, I, in my opinion, you never DNF, which is do not finish. You just keep on going because I got, I got a second wind, and I finished, I finished the 50 miles strong. But that was, I want to say, from miles 28 to 38 were tough. Yeah. I mean, amazing. And yeah, I agree with you. It's really, you know, like I and like, you know, I do want to just throw out there because I know there's a lot of runners who have run much bigger runs than us that have not finished races and just honorably. But you know what? If you can keep going and do it, and it, it's really like you said, it's not only about like not finishing in a marathon, but it's not finishing in life. And you know, we know that 90% of people who start something actually won't finish it. And the truth is that it's only really the 10% of people who wound up finishing their goals that really wind up creating the life of their dreams. And whether or not, you know, you're in network marketer and stuff, starting a new business or you're starting a game, a 90-day game plan, you're starting a new diet, you know, you're starting a new exercise routine, no matter what it is that you're, that you're starting, finish it. Go in with the intention of making sure that you're not, you know, just getting to that start line, intend to go to the finish line. So, exactly. uh, you know, Karen, we, Perfect we have metaphor. to be at the point. Yeah, thank you. And you know, we have to get to the point where we need to close our show. But if there's any advice you can give anyone, and, and you know what, let's like not for the runners tonight, but, you know, for anyone who is anything that they want to do, there's something that they've started that they're struggling with and they're really trying hard. They're at that mile 28 and they're just not sure what to do, they, you know, it's easy, right, especially, you know, it's easy to stop, it's easy to quit, it's easy to take one of the, you know, buses back to the start line. For anyone that they've started something, you know, what advice can you give them about finishing that you've learned on a course? Jess, I had a hard time hearing you. I'm sorry about that. So I was asking, is there, you know, for anything that anyone is, for anyone that, you know, started something really big in their lives, and it may not be pertaining to running, but if someone started something really great 
in their lives, and they're at that point, they're at that mile 28 where it's really, really hard, um, and it looks really, really tempting to go back. You know, what would you tell them? Just do not give up. Do not give up, ever. There's no reason. If you have a goal and you're passionate and you're ready to almost finish, do not give up. Yeah. You know what? And again, my mantra is: what your mind believes, your body achieves. But that goes for almost everything, just in life itself. I mean, you have enough passion, um, and and staying positive, and and just being thankful and grateful. You you you're gonna get it done. And and just know that this is a great life. This is where we are, and this is where you know wherever we are in life, what and wherever we're dealing with. Um, and I personally want to say that I love the seven things that I love in life, being a mom to my three kids, working for two great bosses in a great company, running with my local New Row Runners group, giving back to charity via running, inspiring other people and our other fellow runners, and running races. I mean, does life get any better than that? Well, I would agree. You know, anyone like us who's taken on this many runs in a short period of time, we are certainly in agreement that running races is one of the most exhilarating and freeing, the freeing things I think a person can possibly do. But we're right at that point where we have to close our call out. Akeem, is there anything you want to add before we um, close down tonight? I know that, uh, you know, we we spend most of the time talking about running. Is there anything you want to add before we close? Oh, I definitely want to thank you, Karen, for being on the show. I've definitely learned a lot. And if you have resonated with anything Karen has said tonight, you can definitely check out our show on ChangingMindsOnline.com. We're also on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, TunedIn, and, of course, YouTube. Yeah, and if if anyone is interested in the 90-day affirmation gratitude journal that Karen is talking about then. You can actually just go. It's actually right now it is on our Facebook page. And connect with us on Facebook and let us know what you thought of the show. Um, Changing Minds Online, it is actually right there. We just posted it. Check it out right on our Facebook page. And, of course, you can get it on Amazon. That's just the 90-day Affirmation and Gratitude Journal by my Jessica Likewise and Dr. Tina Finch. You can search for it right on Amazon or get it right off our page. So on that note, Karen, thank you so much. Um, it's always a pleasure. I love to talk to you about running. We can go on and on for hours. But um, Thank you very much. We're going to down now. Yeah, thank you for yep, being here. Run safe, show. run strong, and run happy. Absolutely, I will. And you, everyone else, too, who's running. Just, and if you're not running, if you've never ran before, go run. Even if it's a mile, it's amazing. It'll change your life. Um, but on that note, thank you, everyone who's called in tonight, especially everyone who, you know, was patient with us and uh, the time change. And thank you again for that. So God bless. Make it a really powerful week. And I just hope everyone who listened in tonight just adds at least one more mile on to whatever they were going to do this week. Have a great night, everyone. Good night, everyone.